whenever you're ready. Oh <laughs> my God. Jessica. I've never been called a fox. <laughs> Dana. That's a classy name for a Harry. I like it classic. Okay. Do you? <laughs> Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. Sure. Out with the bad and in with the good, motherfuckers. That's right. Jessica. Dana. Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. I am Dana Powell. I'm Jessica Young. And... and- we are, we are here, here to, to rant, rant and, and rave. rave. Okay, it's almost been two years, and I think we've hit perfection. <laughs> Am I wrong? No, it gets better each it week. It gets better each week. It really does. Jessica, are we going to have anything to talk about since we literally just – you and I got on StreamYard at 1030. It is 1212, and we haven't recorded a lick <laughs> of our show. I told Dana – you know, sometimes our show could just be our green room dump. It might I be mean, it, a little TMI for people, even for us. <laughs> but um, maybe that's what we need to start our our Patreon kickoff is you get to hear our green room dump. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> we, we could would, make some serious bucks with that. I mean, it might be a little TMZ-ish. <laughs> Are you ready for that ride? <laughs> we talked about uh, everything from... Yeah, yeah. Crime to my grandma. I mean, literally, yes. we ran the campus. Yes. <laughs> You're right. It started with crime and ended with grandma. I, I love think so. It. We talked about our friend Josh's hair. I mean, we talked about everything. <laughs> he doesn't listen. He's never going to hear. This is absolutely hilarious and so true. <laughs> Jessica and I saw each other in person. We did. I don't even remember. I feel like we, it was the day before we recorded. No. Yes. And I think we talked about it, but every day runs into each other. Yes. That's the thing. I can't remember anything anymore, but it was a delight. I literally said to Henry last night, we were, we were sitting around and I go, (laughs) Oh, do you have to shower tonight? And he goes, do I? And I said, did you shower last night? And he goes, I don't know. Let's call daddy. So we called Dan Tipton. <laughs> and so he's cute. like, you guys, I wasn't home last night. I've been working overnights all week. We're like, oh, right. We're the only ones who know. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't know. And we definitely don't know. I was like, let me sniff your head. Let me look at your feet. That's what we got down to. And finally, he was like, I remember I did take a shower because I left my clothes on the floor and you made me put them away. I was like, yep, you did. That is amazing. (laughs) I love the going back and recounting his steps. It took us forever. And even Dan was on the phone for a minute going, yeah, did he? I'm trying to remember. Where did we? Wait. I wasn't even home. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, none of us understand time anymore. Uh, For real. Okay. Mm -hmm. Did you have a good week? I did. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I did. I did. And that's all I'm going to (laughs) say. <laughs> well, I don't have anything exciting to report either, except I'm on a CPAP machine. So, welcome to Oldville. But that is exciting because it's very exciting for me. You have been sleeping like a baby. 
it is life changing. Mm-hmm. My my sleep doctor told me I was waking up forty two to forty six times an hour, and I said to him, "I know I should. I think I said this on the show. I know I should be devastated, but like I don't think I've ever slept as an adult, and so mm-hmm. this is my third night of sleep." And Jessica even said, "Oh, you look awake. You look bright this morning." <laughs> And it's because I am, because I actually am getting sleep for the first time yes. in my grown-up life. It's a compliment. I always feel so scared to tell friends certain things because it's like, you never know what the circumstances are sometimes, right, or right. maybe this is the wrong thing. But no, I say it with love. Like you look so bright-eyed and like, thank I, you. Completely well rested. I feel like a and different well-deserved. Human. Yeah, yes. it's so that's my exciting news for the week. I love that. Yeah, it's really, really, really fantastic. Thank you, Jessica. I'm going I, uh, for vegan sushi tonight. That is so disgusting. <laughs> I don't. I didn't even know that existed. What's how the is point? Disgusting. How is it? How are you having vegan raw meat? You are don't tell me. I would meat. love it. You never liked seafood to begin with. That's correct. It is all vegetables it's but vegan i also sushi. don't like vegetables <laughs> i just don't eat anymore <laughs> but i yay. did have pepperoni pizza this weekend and a little bit i was like I just don't think about it it's one piece of pizza <laughs> and then i gave henry my pepperonis really yeah it's just my brains these days don't yeah. want to eat animals no, i understand it may change someday and every once mm-hmm. in a while but i told you i used to just eat chicken or fish mm-hmm. if it came out i'm not a huge seafood eater so that wasn't you know right just some greasy fish and chips from captain d's is about the extent <laughs> of my palate <laughs> but um yeah even chicken and turkey i used to be a big turkey eater no i love turkeys you know we follow tofu from wolf wolfgang on instagram yes, yes. how am i going to eat turkey and think about little tofu I know. I can't. There's a but turkey you... at the gentle barn who's he's real proud. And if you tell him he's handsome, he puffs up and he kind of does like a little dance. Oh, that sounds like my cat Ollie. Oh. I don't yeah, want to eat just... Ollie. You don't need to worry about that. Well, and I don't want to eat tofu. The <laughs> like real tofu or the turkey. <laughs> tofu is delicious. I'm sure that will be incorporated into at least one of the dishes we have tonight. Tofu is okay, depending on what it's cooked with. It's the texture. I can't handle the texture. So I wonder if instead of like silken tofu, if you would like the baked tofu, like Trader Joe's has baked teriyaki tofu. And so it's been marinated in like a teriyaki sauce. Yeah, I might might like that. It's firm. It's not at all hard, but it's firm. And I'm not kidding you. Is it crumbles I, or is it? Blocks? No, but I it's blocks, but not as thick as like a silken tofu block. Mm-hmm. And it's already been baked in the oven. And I take it out and cut it into like small cubes. Mm-hmm. And I throw it into salad instead of meat. And it is absolutely delicious. I bet that doesn't sound bad. I might try I that. I'll you tell you like what. It. I got the uh, Trader Joe's meatless meatballs. And? amazing yes they're delicious it's they shocking. taste um charbroiled like there's yes. a smoky flavor oh it's good even I my know. kid even my kid ate it he didn't know right he didn't i didn't tell yeah. him 
He they don't know. That. There's so many things. Morning Star Farms. I, I'm a big Morning Star. We do the chicken patties. We do the yes. buffalo dippers. We yes. do the, the uh, breakfast sausage is legit. I I actually love fake bacon, believe it or not. I know a lot of people don't. Made out of coconut? I don't know what it is. It's Morning Star. Mm. And it's a little bit uh, ridiculously pink looking. <laughs> but I think it tastes yummy. Okay. But I think it's also, too, because I haven't been eating stuff like that for so long. So I right. can't really tell the difference anymore. Well, I can't uh, wait the way to tell we talk, you that spicy tuna is made out of next week. What? Meaning the vegan spicy tuna. No, it's probably like marinated that. tomatoes. You're another favorite. Oh, God. Lord, help me. No. <laughs> Who's taking you to this place? Do they hate you? No. Who is we it? We are taking friends who oh, are do you hate them? town. No. One of the friends is a vegan, and the rest of us are not vegan, but we happily eat vegan. So oh. mm-hmm. I don't eat vegan because I'll still eat. I don't really I can't really eat dairy because I'm lactose intolerant, but but I'll eat eggs and stuff. I think being vegan is so hard. I mean, yeah, but you know what? There's a lot of options nowadays, especially if you live in a city like we do, admittedly. Right. Yeah. Living in LA as a vegan is totally it's different so than much if you easier. go to like Knoxville, Tennessee, say. Yeah. Um, I'm just pointing that out because I remember going there and thinking, does anyone in this town eat a salad? No? Okay. I love it when I go Got somewhere it. like that, or sometimes even Missouri, <laughs> and I look around and we all just have, it's just a sea of brown plates. There's not a vegetable. <laughs> Exactly. (laughs) But seriously, there's way more options. When I was a kid, I think I may have mentioned this before, ages ago, my mom um, had us become macrobiotic for a period of time. It's It's, so crazy. I always say it's beyond vegan. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it is like a dookie beans, algae, and miso soup. Okay. And I bet those adookie beans <laughs> taste like a dookie too. <laughs> but now, like, I'm not kidding. You know where we need to go? I still have yet to go. And my friend who is vegetarian, not vegan, went. It's called Crossroads. It's like a renowned restaurant in West Hollywood. Mm-hmm. It's all vegan. And my friend said, and she's very picky with food, she said, I'm telling you that the carbonara was so good that I questioned whether it was vegan or not. Really? Uh-huh. Huh. Paul, Paul McCartney. So Paul McCartney eats there quite a bit. Interesting. Crossroads, huh? Like mm-hmm. the high school that Jack Black and our friend Rob Rhinus went to? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's probably yes. that area. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what a great name drop we just did. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I think we both met Jack Black at I.O., didn't we? Um, I know no, I did. I, I met him at my apartment. My first oh, okay, cool, uh-huh. cool, right. Uh-huh. When he came over for coffee and dookie uh, beans. And <laughs> he came over to reenact Tony Monero in the movie Staying Alive, and I will never forget it for as long as I live. Funny. No, my friend's... Uh, from college that I first lived with when I moved out here, my dear friend Erica, one of my dearest friends in the world, she and um, her boyfriend at the time worked on Tenacious D on the show. Oh, yeah. And so she became friendly with them, and Kyle from Tenacious D had a crush on Erica. 
So oh, they I remember always had IO, especially Kyle. I used to uh-huh. serve him all the time when I cocktailed. I remember her like saying nonchalantly to me, Oh, I think Kyle's going to come over. I was like, okay, like not thinking. And she's like, Oh, they should be here soon. I'm like, who's they? And I opened up the blinds and I saw Jack Black and I seriously almost fainted. Yeah. Cause and Tenacious was D was my big. apartment. Oh, we were obsessed. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, that's I'm a, a good Hollywood fan. story. I'm a big fan of Jack Black. I think he's hilarious. If you don't already follow him on Instagram, you're missing out. Oh, well, his TikTok is real fun. I'm he sure he does a lot of dancing on his and TikTok a lot of cannonballs and yes, cool. yes, yes. <laughs> I love how much he enjoys his life and his home. He really yes, does. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we all should. I mean, we should all. We should be government issued pools i think if you live in california don't you think please make it happen i mean we can swim at Pro- least proposition 482 all pools to people who have live- the room to put them in yes and 87 percent of the year is swim weather here so yes. it should be government issued pools <laughs> I, I can get down with this legislature when are you running for office i really should i'm a good uh arguer yes but I can't lie. I don't want to lie that well. That's my problem. Well, looks like you just lost your chance. Well, I'll work on it. It's one of the requirements. Get ready to start sussing out whether <laughs> I'm lying about stuff because I'm on practice. <laughs> I need a new, I need a career switch. <laughs> All Powell, right. Powell for city council. Right. Yeah, that sounds wretched. <laughs> uh. All right, let's get into this, should we? Yes. Real quick before we start. Let's do. Will you tell people how to get a hold of us? Because we always forget. Yep, I almost put that in the outline, and I'm like, no, I'll remember. Because no, I never that. do. When I used to do that outline, I had to put it in there, and I even know. still, sometimes I'd forget. I need to start doing it too. Well, it's I, I'm as bad as you are because I never remember. <laughs> You can find us on Facebook and Instagram, just like our friend Tara did for the rant that's about to come up. Yeah. Um, you can find us at Instagram and Facebook at the Rants and Raves podcast. You can find us on Twitter at raves underscore the. You can send us an email directly at the Rants and Raves podcast at gmail.com or go to our website, www.therantsandravespodcast.com. We appreciate you. We love hearing from you, and this is a very short, to-the-point rant from our friend Tara from Milkmaid's mm-hmm. Podcast. People who smoke in drive throughs how dare you blow your smoke at the poor drive through workers and into their place of business? I mean, I haven't seen that happen. <clears throat> Ever? I don't think so. Oh, I can remember because especially out here in California, people really look down on smoking. Yes. Um, but I definitely know I used to have a writing partner that he loved to keep he lived on a second story and they kept Mm -hmm. their windows open all the time. Mm -hmm. And there was this kid that every day on his lunch hour would come and smoke out in his car. And it was so strong. Like we could see the sun coming in the window. We could see the smoke. I can't fathom blowing that into a a restaurant, well, even if it's fast food. Here's a problem. And even like sometimes I 
you know, I smoked for a long time and I smoked a lot. I would light a cigarette, but I always had such guilt about smoking, yes. especially yes. around others. Um, that even if I had just lit one, I'd be like, shit, I'd be coming up to like get a coffee at Starbucks or something. I would throw it out because I felt bad. I'm like, that does not for the exact same reason need to billow around and go into there. When I worked in retail in person in a store, we had our door open all the time, right? It's more inviting. People are more apt to come in when the door is already open mm -hmm. and people would come by there and smoke and like linger. Mm -mm. So we had an awning. I don't know if they were trying to get a break from the sun or what. It was so rude. And even as a smoker, I would sometimes go out there and be like, excuse me, can you move down the block or stand on the corner or something? Your store and your products. It reeked. It reeked. And yes, it would come in and we had a lot of textiles and things like that. Yes. Also, people are sensitive to smoke in general and don't love the smell. And something that's so weird to me, it's like, yes, it's no secret. Most smokers are unaware and cannot right, smell. I never smell. smelled it on myself. Mm -hmm. But you best believe that anytime somebody had like quickly smoked a cigarette and then come back inside. You smell it. Yeah. Holy crap. So now that I don't smoke, I'm like, every time I smell that smell, like that stale cigarette smell. It's I'm like, stale. That's the thing. Yeah. Yes. I'm like, oh my God, that's what I smelled like every time I got into someone's car. That's what I smelled like at work. But I used to like bathe myself in home fragrance. Yeah, Antica I don't feel like I ever stuff. smelled you. <laughs> <laughs> Aqua or orange blossom. I'd get to a client's house and they'd hug me and go, oh, you smell so good. And I'd think, thank God. What is it? Facatista? Antica Pharmacista. Is that some fancy parfum? Um, it's, uh, I think it's Italian based, but they are out of Seattle. It is the best line of home diffusers. And oh. also they have home fragrance that you can like spray into the air. It's, uh, Wait, next you level. Spray you want to treat home, yourself. Home fragrance on your body you sprayed? I, I bathed myself in it. <laughs> okay. Wait. I do this... want to smell it though. Okay, so I'm going to tell you two things about home fragrance. One, when I originally swore, by the way, I really have not smoked in two years. I'm not making yeah, this up. Yeah, congratulations. But, thank you. Yes. But 10 years prior to when I quit, Alan and I, my husband and I, made a pact that we were quitting. Now, um, Alan kept that pact, uh -huh. and he never picked up a cigarette again. Uh -huh. I, being the literal junkie that I was and am <laughs> would be on my way home. I was still smoking when I wasn't around him. I lasted like six weeks, which was torture. And then I just went back to it. Uh -huh. I would pull into our neighborhood and then I'd be like, okay, I'm going to have one more. You guys, I would add another 30 minutes to the time I was supposed to be home driving around my neighborhood, chain smoking cigarettes. I would then when I finally had packed in, plenty i would brush my teeth out the window of my car i kept <laughs> a toothbrush and toothpaste and a bottle of water brush my teeth out the window of my car like a total trash bag then i would bathe and i mean bathe myself and that antica and alan finally lost it like after a couple of weeks of me doing that he goes do you think i'm stupid <laughs> yeah <laughs> he goes you reek 
He goes, even when I kiss you, I can taste it coming yeah. out of your throat. He goes, and you smell like a French brothel. He goes, you're not fooling anyone. Mm. And I remember being mortified, but then I just went back to smoking, okay? Mm-hmm. Well, now, it's addictive. It's addictive. To uh, finish up as far as the home fragrance as a personal fragrance. Uh-huh. There's also a French company called, and pardon the pronunciation, L'Occitane, L-apostrophe O-C-C-I-T-A-N-E. There's one in Beverly La, Hills. L'Occitane? Like, I call it L'Occitane? La, <laughs> I, I know what you know mean. I don't even know how to say it. Uh, soaps and fragrances yes. and lotions. And, and uh, like in malls around the country. It's a yeah, really nice company. It's nice, yeah. So I had been wearing their Clementine perfume for a very long time. And I went into the Beverly Hills store and I looked everywhere. I used to work in Beverly Hills. So I was like, where is it? I went up to an employee and I said, hey, I go, do you, are you guys out of the Clementine perfume? They're like, we don't have Clementine perfume. So I'm going to make um, a long story short, meaning a long argument short. I was so incensed. I'm like, cool. Um, can you get somebody here that does know? Because I was certain that this employee was just new to the company and didn't know i think i spoke to three different people and yes it escalated with each employee that i spoke with i was so insistent and so angry and i said are you freaking telling me something that i've been wearing for years i guess i should have brought the empty bottle in to prove it to you blah and i just went on and on and on a fourth employee heard me and said, excuse me, ma'am, are you referring to our home fragrance? <laughs> After you had said I've been wearing it for 10 years. Dana, it was a home spray. It was never intended to be worn on human skin. <laughs> and I was wearing it like it was Coco Chanel number five. Okay. <laughs> so i've got a long history of wearing home fragrance as perfume it's a lot of bang for the buck i bet it is (laughs) but because there's a home fragrance spray at target that i love that is an aloe and bergamot spray and i constantly am like i want to wear this as perfume (laughs) so i will tell you and i cannot speak to that one because i don't know what's in it i did call Antica Pharmacy Sticks, I used to order it um, for the store I worked at. And I said, listen, I have a really serious question. I'm not trying to be dumb here. I wear your home fragrance, (laughs) but customers keep asking me what perfume I'm wearing. And I don't feel right telling them they can do that unless I know it's safe. Safe, yeah. Am I wrong in assuming that if it's safe enough for me to spray in the air and then breathe in, that it's okay to put on my skin and they started dying laughing. They said, it's absolutely safe. And we actually used to also sell it as perfume. We just didn't really sell perfume. So we just got rid of the perfume label. Now it's just home fragrance, but yes, it's alcohol based. Most of it. That's what I would assume. Yes. So. um, Good to know. Here I come target. Okay. (laughs) But. I'm mean, smelling like aloe and bergamot. <laughs> Alan hated the orange blossom one I used to wear because oh, he, said, really? he said that it smelled like his aunt's musty mildewed basement. 
That is very specific <laughs> and insulting to you and your aunt. I oh. Uh, that's interesting because I read an article once that women tend to gravitate towards floral smells, which I don't yeah. think I do, but maybe I do. Um, and men actually gravitate towards more citrusy smells. Mm -hmm. See, I normally wear okay. citrus and very clean stuff like aloe. That is like I'm delighted thinking about that because it's a very clean smell. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right? I know that seems dumb, like another antica scent is aqua you think like water doesn't have a smell no it doesn't but it's just like candles that are labeled as sea salt or ocean there's a very clean fresh this scent. is so random but mm -hmm. i literally while you were took your second pp break uh -huh. i was looking <laughs> your tongue's out you go uh-huh uh -huh. Why are you telling everybody that I've been It's not your fault we've been on here for six hours already. <laughs> anyway, uh, I uh, was reading this article that said there is a name. I should have took a bit. I'll find it again. But mm. there is a name for the smell of that after rain smell. Ooh. Like when it rains, you know, you can smell it. Yes. And you smell it coming and you said there's a scent. There's a name, a specific name for it. But what causes it, this is why I got so excited. Yes. There is an oil that plants and grass secrete that when the water hits it, it releases, it creates that what? scent. It creates that scent of rain, grass in the rain. This is fascinating. Isn't it? Yes. There's actually a candle that, no, that smells that. like that. Is it close? It was what close? Like to this real scent. A hundred percent is the real What's scent. What's this candle I need? Uh, I think it's called Ethics Supply Company. I'll send it to you. Okay. And they do a series of national parks and it's the Joshua Tree candle. A series of national parks. That's interesting. Yeah. And like they have a Yellowstone candle, a Joshua Tree, a Acadia which is in Maine and all that. They're amazing. I gave one to my neighbor and she to this day has never lit it. I'm like, girl, I'm never giving you a candle again. I she used goes, to be I, that person. She goes, I like to keep to it in the box it. and then I just open it and smell it. I know. And I would <laughs> be scared to burn it because then it would go away. I also yep. used to do that with perfumes mm -hmm. and lotions. I'd be like, it's so expensive and I'm never going to be able to get it again. I just want to string it out. And then one day it's like, oh, this smells like pure alcohol. Right. And you never wore it because <laughs> like <laughs> what a dumb dumb. Totally. I don't I try not to do that anymore. I try to and I also did that with stickers. Like, what's my hang up? I've got some kind of poor kid PTSD. Hilarious. I never wanted to use my stickers because then once you use them, they're gone. I did that too. <laughs> I'm serious. I was like real particular with that. I mean, I still love stickers. And I guess I still don't stick them on things. I mail them to people. Mm -hmm. That's one of my favorite things to just throw in an envelope. Oh, yeah. I just sent my dad a new big pack of stickers because he is the king of stickers on mail. And he had said, uh, I'm kind of low on stickers. I haven't been able to find any fun ones lately. Well, <gasps> did you go to Amazon and get one of those 500 sticker packs for $5.99? No, but I That's should. I, I, 
I even thought of enrolling him in a sticker club, which they do exist. I have some of the coolest stickers I've ever owned because of Amazon packs like that. In really? fact, last year for Christmas, I brought I bought our little friend Kate, mm-hmm. much to my own chagrin. But you know, you get people things they love. I bought <laughs> Taylor this Swift stickers. Huge packet of Taylor Swift stickers. Hilarious. Huge. There were probably over a hundred, two hundred stickers in there. Wow. And it was like five bucks, you know. Uh, she, she listens now. She's gonna them. know. Is that the only thing I got her, guys? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you should have him look on Amazon. Just have him type in like weird stickers or goofy stickers. Okay. One of my favorite stickers is the one that I refuse to use, but I'll just tape it on my shirt. Sometimes I know it's weird. What is it of? It's a pigeon with a baseball cap on backwards and sunglasses. It's my favorite. I love it. I love it so much. I don't want to ruin it. That's really cute. <laughs> oh, my God. How did we go from our rant? Because I was saying that I used to bathe myself in home fragrance, so I didn't read Because of the smoke. We That's will end where. this rant with this. If you're going to smoke in mm-hmm. this day and age, and mm-hmm. I can say this. Then you go away from people, okay? Yeah. I always did this. Now it's different. If you're with a friend or you're in an area that's a smoking area, after fine, go hog wild. But you go away from people eating. You go away from a place of business. You mm-hmm. go away from. Ch- if there was ever a kid, oh my god, I would literally run so I wouldn't get near or have any of it waft near the child's nose. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I used to literally hide and kind of ducked down by the dumpster behind our store because I was so ashamed that I was smoking because I knew how turned off people were to it. So I'm not trying to shame anyone. I've been there. But Well, when I was in college, my mom had a nose like a hound dog. uh, Like she smelled everything and mm -hmm, I smoked. mm -hmm. And uh, what I would do is uh, wrap myself in something. So, like, mm-hmm. I would take a shawl or a blanket, put it over my head and hair. Yes. And then wrap myself like a little swaddled baby so uh-huh. that I could peel that stink fest off uh-huh. before I went home. <laughs> oh, yeah. I would do that when we were in Canada visiting Alan's family, and I would go outside in a blizzard Yeah, in my coat, and then I would leave the coat outside in the snow so that I wouldn't bring the stink back in the house. Yeah. I mean, if we're (laughs) behaving like that, it's probably a good sign that we should quit. But, Uh, you know, it's addictive. What are you going to do? It's addictive. (laughs) It's all right. Listen, do what you got to do. Everybody can make their own decisions, but be respectful of others. Like the thought of somebody blowing it into a drive-thru is absolutely abhorrent to me don't do that to somebody they're busy and stressed anyway i always get mad about the way people treat people in drive-thrus because i'm sorry but the amount of multitasking those people have to do there are some legitimate cfos that couldn't for the life of them do 100 percent. what people in a drive-thru do they are so they're doing 12 things at once yep that's why i love undercover boss oh do they do drive-thru stuff they just, it's, they take the CEO or CFO oh, or whatever have them of go. Yeah. huge corporations and they go and go undercover. Like literally yeah. they have a team, do them up. And maybe you do get, say it was the CEO of McDonald's or something. Then you would be trained to be on the fry 
line Good, they or know. work at, and then they get a whole different perspective mm-hmm. they're talking and hearing from employees as a peer right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then at the end they reveal themselves you got to watch the show if you've never seen it they reveal I've seen trailers but I've never and they say it. dana I'm the CEO of this company and I cannot believe your passion, your drive and your dedication. And you have taught me so much. Um, We're going to give you a raise. And I also know that you were trying to put your son through medical school. We're going to help with that and finish the cost of his tuition. That's so cool. Things like that. It's amazing. It's amazing. Like I'm saying that in particular, there was a man that worked at a hotel seven days a week. And was putting his son through medical school and had a smile on his face and never complained and had been there forever. And thank God the CEO was like, you're getting a two week all expense paid vacation. They sent him somewhere amazing and they said they were going to cover his son's medical school. Oh my God. And insist amazing. that he only work five days a week and give him a rate, you know, and all that kind of stuff. But great show as an aside. Great show. I love that. Me too. Don't Thank be, you, Tara. Yeah. Don't be blowing smoke on anybody. Exactly. Rude. All right. Well, my, my rant this week, although last week may have been my own rant too. I can't remember. I've been real ranty lately, guys. <laughs> <laughs> because I was like, Jessica, there is an epidemic happening and it needs to stop. It is the middle finger epidemic, flying the bird, whatever you want to call it, flipping people off. Uh, what's uh-huh. more slang for it? Middle, uh, <sighs> whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. We all know in America, when you put your middle finger up and leave all the rest of them down, that means F you. F you. It means it. And it's a quick way to be rude to people in a profane. It's profanity, in my opinion, Mm -hmm. because that's what it stands for. Right now, I'm a grown up. If you're going to flip me off, you're going to make me mad for sure. If that's your intent, you succeeded. Uh But where I have an issue with it is, A, it's just using the F word at somebody and running away. So you like drop a I'm going to make at least a portion of your day unpleasant because Mm -hmm. you don't walk away from somebody flipping you off and just Mm -hmm. go, oh, well, you go, what did I do? No, fuck you. Hey, come back here. That And then your whole day, right? (laughs) For as long as you can't let it go, Dana, (laughs) it's going to ruin your day. (laughs) But where it absolutely, uh, to use what you said, because we kind of discussed it last night, Mm -hmm. it incenses me. Yes. Because I have a child in my car. Now, you may be saying, Dana, if you're getting flipped off constantly, maybe there's a common denominator and you need to check yourself before you wreck yourself. I would say you could be right. But I am, I'm also saying that it's not just when someone flips me off. No. If you flip someone off in your car or on the street, I'm sorry, but other people can see. Yes. My kid can see you grown 60 something year old woman who looks like a professor driving a Lexus who put her finger out her sunroof to flip someone off. No, ma'am. Yes. Out the sunroof. That's a special kind of special. It was like, you went out of your way to roll your sunroof. Like, because she thought I cut her off. Jessica, I don't pull in front of somebody because I have a child unless there's two car lengths. 
Okay. And if you're going to go slow and leave two car lengths and people keep getting in front of you, yeah, I'm going to go around you. <laughs> because you're the reason traffic's bad. Because uh, we're all uh, sitting behind you wondering why we ain't going nowhere. And everybody beside us is. And we can't even get over around you. It incenses me when people leave car links ahead of them and just let people get in, get in, get in, and I can't yeah. go anywhere. And then you got the balls to flip me up because I want to go the speed limit. If you're sitting on coast on the freeway and you're going 35 in a 65, I'm done with you. <laughs> I might be the person that you want to flip off. But see, that's the thing. It's clear I have an anger issue. <laughs> but I don't use the bird. No. And the main reason I don't is for all the things I said. It's so disrespectful and rude. And it's a yep. and it's a it's a shitbag bomb. It's a yes. like you put on somebody, you drop it and you you upset someone and then you walk away. Well, mm -hmm. if you are gonna have the balls to be F you to me, then you better stick around for what's coming. Okay. You stick around and you eat this Powell scowl. Because I'm going <laughs> to stare at you for a while. I find it violent. Even though it's hopefully never comes to someone laying hands on someone. I find it like a, a an assault or like violent to do something like that. The well, same way it is to be like, fuck you, or scream profanities at someone, or flick the bird. It's like, not necessary. No. You can be angry and can be, believe me, I don't <laughs> have to move a muscle on my face for you to see that I am severely misplaced mm -hmm. with you. Mm -hmm. Misplaced? That's not a word. Displeased. I'm displeased with you. <laughs> like, it doesn't take any any symbolism whatsoever for you to look at me and know I hate you. Okay. <laughs> I don't have to use the bird. It's not necessary. Right. I ain't the smartest bulb out there. Clearly. What is it? What did they say? The smartest, the, the smartest tool, tool in the shed. Tool in, but it's not smartest, the sharpest tool. In the sharpest. Shed. You're right. You're right. You know that, you know that saying, I'm not the smartest brain in the sausage you know that saying <laughs> um, but i'm smart enough to know how to communicate without using profanity around children of course and like i don't want to have to repeatedly explain to my son why a full-grown adult is saying f you with their finger to people even right. when they make a mistake and that's where the epidemic happens here yes. in la right now do it with their fingers and their tongues and i don't like it yeah. It's not necessary. No, and not. what made me so upset, Jessica, and here's where I'm going to get real serious. It bothered me. Mm -hmm. It made me grouchy. Mm -hmm. I picked up my son. I brought him home. I was doing something else and he came up to interrupt me. And because I was grumpy, I snapped at him. Mm -hmm. And I was like, do you not see that mommy's trying to get something done here? That sweet precious child was so hurt he cried because i don't talk to him like that i make a i made my precious and obviously it had nothing to do with him it had but yes. nothing to do with him and i made him cry Aww. i am not joking you when i said mommy needs to go somewhere i'll be right back i drove up the street to the 7-eleven i bought him a kit kat <laughs> a king size kit kat and i came home and i said 
how mommy talked to you was not right. And I'm so sorry. And I would never in a million years want to hurt your feelings. You, I know we're under a lot of stress. The world is insane. I get it. We all know this. But you have to remember, you are not the only one stressed out. The world is stressed out. We are all at our max. And when you go flying birds in front of kids and whoever else, when it's your fault or if it's not, even mm -hmm. if I did something and it's my fault, do I really deserve for you to go, fuck you? Right. I don't think so. I'm not, yeah. you didn't just pour a new concrete driveway and I'm stomping through it with moon boots. No, nope, <laughs> nothing's happening here that is worth ruining your day, my day, and my kids. And part of it's my fault and part of it's your fault. Stop behaving like children. Your life is hard. So is mine. Suck it up. We all got places to go. You don't need to be giving people the bird and ruining their day because right now it doesn't take a lot to ruin somebody's day. No, it does not. People are unemployed. We're about to go into massive shortages on supply chains. Mm -hmm. People are losing loved ones still. We, we're trying to pretend we're out of COVID. We're not. People are dying every day. Mm -hmm. You are not the center of the picture. You are pushing people past their limits. Period. Stop it. Just stop it. Stop being mean. Yes. Just stop it. Just stop being mean. I'm going to try to, but you know, my go-to is not mean, mm -hmm. but when you're going to jump from, I'm annoyed with you to F you, we're all taking a leap. Believe exactly. me, it's going to make me mad. And that's your intention is yes. to make me mad and drive away. I think you need to get some oxygen to your brain. And I think you're this. right. Yes. Insane. It's crazy. So anyway, you explain cleansing breath because now I'm actually legitimately angry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I think this is only the second time ever in the history of our show. This is amazing. And I feel so honored. <laughs> if you are joining us for the first time, we like to rant out all the bad, whether it's important, not important, just annoying. It doesn't matter. It's the things that drive us wild, right? Yeah, we real, like to, it hit real hard today for me. <laughs> we like to get all that out and then fill up with some fun and some goodness, okay? And some wonderment. So <laughs> if you're alone, feel free to let it out as loud as you want. Scream if you want. We're going to take a deep breath then. I'm going to mute myself and do it on my own because you best believe I'm screaming today. Okay, go ahead. I'm still holding my breath and out. And she is screaming. This is a time where I do wish that we could film just a second or two of us. We are on film, but you guys yeah, are never going to see Yeah, you guys are never going to see this. <laughs> I did. I screamed. I'm home alone. There's only... <laughs> Uh, the animals in the house and they're used to it. All right, let's get to a corner. All right, y'all. <laughs> Today I am bringing you an excuse me corner <laughs> from UPI.com. Now the title of this article really says it all. Mm -hmm. No, it's going to get Dana going. Mm -hmm. Testicle bath birth control device earns Germany's Dyson prize. 
Yes, you heard that correctly. All of it is so much. I didn't even know there was a Dyson prize. <laughs> Me neither. And I wonder if it's the company Dyson. Like, I mean, it's got to be. Vacuums and because all that. they have the because they have the guy that does the commercials, and he's got like that Nordic. Is right. it Nordic? Well, Germany's not Nordic, but okay. But isn't Dyson Nordic though? Isn't I don't the Dyson know. guy? I thought. I don't know like... if this is attached to him or not. Oh, okay, let's see. A German investor's unique ultrasound testicle bath birth control device for men took the top prize at the country's James Dyson Award. Rebecca Weiss, an industrial design graduate from the University of Munich and inventor of the COSO male birth control device, Hmm. was named Germany's winner of this award, which celebrates, encourages, and inspires the designers of new problem-solving ideas. So it doesn't mention... It doesn't mention Dyson vacuums then. No. Okay. The COSO, C-O-S-O, uses an ultrasound testicle bath to temporarily stop sperm mobility. The device only needs to be used every few months to keep the sperm inert and prevent eggs from being fertilized during sex. Wait, so we boil their balls every few months. (laughs) Is that what's happening? I guess. Weiss said the inspiration for the device came after she was diagnosed with precursor cervical cancer, which has been tied to oral contraceptive pills. Are you serious? Uh, yeah, there's a lot of... HPV? No, not necessarily. Cervical cancer. Which HPV can lead lead to to that. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. When my partner and I were looking for an alternative method, we became aware of the lack of male contraceptives. Mm -hmm. This problem is not unique to me personally. It affects many others as well, as it is made evident in the current growing public discussion about the lack of contraceptive alternatives. Weiss said the lack of male birth control options led her to develop a new contraceptive approach for men in my master's thesis. The inventor said she is hoping the Dyson Award will help obtain funding to put the COSO through clinical trials. As Germany's winner of the Dyson Award, Weiss is now shortlisted for the International Award, which carries a $45,000 prize. I don't know why they felt the need to put that in there. but I want to know what happens to the balls. Well, What's the soak mean? <clears throat> because this is clearly not the same soak you and I have been talking about. Stop it right now. <laughs> Because every everybody everybody knows what soaking is, right? I don't. Did we talk so. about this on the show? See, here's no. where. So here's where my inability to sleep my whole life. I'm hoping that this is going to catch up, and because you're like Dana, you talked about this last week. I'm like Jessica, you don't understand. I don't remember what I said five minutes ago. I'm hoping that my my sleep is going to catch up with me, and I can <laughs> operate as a real human. Uh, when you have to ask your ten year old what day it is. Every day, you know, you've got a problem. Hilarious. But I swore I had talked to you about soaking, but maybe I had talked to my baby. It was your sister. Uh huh. I wonder. Okay. So, soaking is, I guess, the Mormon kids are using it, saying, feeling like they're still virgins. It's where there's penetration, it's a male and a female, and there's penetration, and but they don't move. And sometimes they'll have a friend come in and shake the bed. And then they can still consider themselves virgins. It's called soaking. Shake the bed. Mm-hmm. Because they're not moving. So they're I not. Can, I cannot. <laughs> I cannot. Who are you going to ask to come and shake your bed while you lay inside your lady? 
All I do is immediately think of Kenan Thompson and I think it was Kristen. No, uh, Maya Rudolph. Mm-hmm. When they did peaches and herb, you can put it in a little bit. Just yeah. a tip. Just a tip. Yeah. <laughs> not okay. Okay. So not the same thing, but it doesn't really explain how it works, does it? Um, it is like a little, it almost looks like, um, a smaller version of if you had a paraffin tub, remember that yeah, was a yeah, big yeah, yeah. thing to soak your hands in paraffin. Oh, it feels wonderful. All right. It was great until my friend who's six, seven walked in and not like on purpose maliciously kicked it, but he was just walking at a regular rate and I had it plugged in by my mm-hmm. front door. Cause I'm smart like that. Mm-hmm. And he hit it with his size 20 shoe Mm -mm. and the entire thing Mm -mm. flew and it always thereafter looked like they filmed csi in my apartment because the wax molted into the carpet and you could not get it out okay i know how to get that out i watch a lot of tiktoks (laughs) well i wish i knew that before jack black came over to that apartment Um, no, but you know why I think it's similar, you know, for real that men, and this is not an old wives tale, that one of the things if people had a low sperm count or people going through infertility, like a hot tub is not great for the testicles, right? Okay. As far as that, so there would be things like don't wear underwear that's so snug, don't I do spend a long yeah, yeah, time yeah, yeah. in a hot tub, la la la. Yeah. So when I read this, I'm like, you know what? It's kind of like a mini hot tub for your testes. So you just heat up their balls and they can't go around making babies everywhere. I guess it cooks that batter, makes it mm-hmm. into sperm cakes, and those <laughs> aren't, those aren't usable. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. Haven't you ever heard sperm called baby batter? You no, cook that up into but some. Now I will excuse myself to go vomit profusely. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh... Whatever. You and I came up with some of the dirtiest boys in the world. <laughs> Not much That's can true. phase us. That's really true. <laughs> I, well... I, learned, I learned about snowballing when I was 24 from six giant men in a group called Big. <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> we should move on. I've already gotten myself in enough trouble today. <laughs> I think that's amazing, though. I There really does need to be more work done on how men can kind of have some responsibility in that, 100%. especially if these we're not a political podcast, but especially if the government's going to start putting – rules on my body yes. let's get some for the boys too okay. let's hear it for the baked boys <laughs> <laughs> all right my turn yes ma'am all right guess what corner i have i don't know what do you have oh jessica you might be a fan of this corner i've got a weirdo of the week you're weird you're so very weird why must you bring your witness here? Oh, so lovely. It just makes me want to lay down and take a nap, light my light my rain candle and listen to your your the chimes of your vocal cords. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. This is from the New York Post. This is written by Jackie Sallow, uh, not that long ago. And I have to say, I am just crazy enough. 
that this could easily be me. (laughs) (laughs) Missing man joined the search party for himself. That's the title. I mean, literally, it could just say, Dana joined the search party for herself, and no one would be surprised. A Turkish man reported missing in a forest ended up joining the search operation for himself. I can't. It just makes me laugh. According to a mind-bending new report. Ooh, I like the language. Okay. Behan Matulu, 50, who lives in the northwestern Bursa province, was believed to be missing Tuesday after he wandered away drunk in the forest from his group of friends. Oh, my God. I mean, legitimately, can you see drunk Dana on, like, Rosé Prosecco being like, let's find her. You guys, let's find Dana. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. With search efforts underway, Matulu ended up joining a group of volunteers who were helping authorities look for him. But when the volunteers began shouting his name, Matulu became confused and asked whom they were trying to locate. I am here, he reportedly told them. (laughs) I mean... Once police learned the man joined his own search party, they gave him a ride home. I mean, maybe arrest him if he's so (laughs) drunk. I'm glad you drove him home. He definitely shouldn't be driving. (laughs) That's the end of the story. It's ridiculous. Okay. I a hundred percent that could so easily be me and not even drunk. Just like I want to help guys. Who are we looking for? Dana? Okay. Dana. <laughs> it's funny. Oh God, I love it so much. I did too. That made me feel better from my angry tirade. <laughs> This show is so embarrassing. It's it's actually not it's not super horrible that we don't have millions of fans because I feel like we're so open about what we talk about and what we say to the point of like people could report me and maybe have oh me institutionalized. But let's hell. keep it between the 700 of us, okay? Uh, <laughs> oh my word. Let's move into the happier stuff. Let's do it. I'm okay. really glad that they found Matulu, though. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody needs to give him a virgin cocktail the next time they're out. Yeah, especially if they're gonna if he's gonna wander out into the forest. <laughs> okay. <laughs> give him the Shirley Temple. Oh my God. <laughs> Today, uh, my rave is called Becca's Closet. And uh, both of our raves are kind of about repurposing things. And I thought it was a great time considering uh, most of my friends that have high school age kids. It's homecoming right now around Mm -hmm. the country this month. So lots of events, lots of dances, lots of people needing dresses, things like that. So this rave is called Becca's Closet. Becca'sCloset.org is the website. Becca's Closet is a national nonprofit organization that donates formal dresses to high school girls who cannot afford to purchase them. Becca's Closet also awards scholarships to deserving high school seniors who have demonstrated exemplary service to their communities. 
So I love that. It started love as a dress it. thing. Yes. And now they additionally provide scholarships that people so can apply awesome. for. The organization was created to honor the work of Rebecca Kurtman, who passed away in an automobile accident in August 2003. She was very young. I don't remember her age, but she was very young when she died. Mm -hmm. In the spring of 2003, Becca single-handedly collected and distributed over 250 prom dresses to needy girls in South Florida so they could attend their high school proms. I love that so much. because She was a high school student and did that. I love it because I'll be honest, I didn't go to dances when I was a kid, partially because boys didn't want to ask me, (laughs) Um, but also because I didn't, we, I knew that we struggled financially Mm -hmm. and I didn't want to ask my parents for a dress. Yeah. I just was that kind of kid, you know? No, totally. I think it's, this hits home for a a, a lot of people in many ways. Yeah. There are volunteer-led Becca's Closet chapters in communities throughout the U.S. Each chapter functions a little differently. Go to the Find a Chapter page of our website to locate a chapter near you and contact that chapter for information on how to get a dress. You will be required to provide proof of current high school enrollment. So on the site, they have something where you can apply for the scholarship. And the purpose of this scholarship is to encourage students who have demonstrated outstanding community service in high school to continue their efforts throughout their lives and inspire others to do the same. Wow. It's really cool that they're doing that. Also, as far as starting one, you know, we always talk about this. There is one in Los Angeles. I looked They're in about, I'd say, 20 states around the country. but. Definitely uh, something that you can look into. Also, if it's not in your state, maybe something you want to try and reach out and have your own chapter. That's right. So I was trying to find this. Oh, here we go. The guidelines. But this is something to consider. And for real, I do think sometimes people are not realizing this. We have good intentions when we donate. But like nobody wants the dress that your grandmother wore to your brother's wedding. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they're looking for current styles, like right. something that girls would wear currently. They do not want business suits, wedding gowns, pants suits, undergarments, or worn out shoes. It's obvious for they're things like this. They're going somewhere nice. They want to feel Yes. They want pretty. something gently used. It seems yes. silly, but people no. have to make that clear. Mm-hmm. Clean items, they need to have been properly cleaned. And then also, they always are looking for accessories, so costume jewelry, purses, shoes. Also, how many people, I know from some of my clients over the years, wore items once for an event? You would never even know it was worn. Same with when you go to some of these upscale resale shops in LA. You can buy designer everything in mint condition. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. Also, a lot of the studios, they buy it. People had a fitting. It's never used or the actor wore it once. And then it's. But you're totally right. Sometimes they buy six or seven different things and they only use one. So those other five or six things have never even been worn. Exactly. Yeah. So please consider donating when you have a dress that you bought for a special occasion that you're like, yeah, I wore this to a wedding or a bar mitzvah or whatever, a graduation, whatever kind of party or celebration. If you are not going to use it again, and 
donate it sooner than later so that it's not 10 years from now when we're all going through our closets and it's totally dated and nobody wants it or moths have gotten to it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think it's beautiful and <clears throat> I think it's okay that some girls want to feel like a princess for those yes, things. Exactly. Like if you don't, you don't, that's fine. But there are some girls who do and it's expensive. Mm -hmm. Dresses are so expensive. Crazy expensive. I mean, I have had, I've owned cars in my lifetime that cost less than some of those dresses. <laughs> <laughs> now, sometimes I, I drove some bangers, but you know, <laughs> still, I love that. Thank you for bringing that, Jessica. Yes. <clears throat> Okay, my rave is makes me giggle, but I also just love it. It's called I'm raving about Ween Dream. <laughs> uh, it's WeanDream.org. And Ween Dream is an all-volunteer 501c3 nonprofit that gives free Halloween costumes to children in need across mm -hmm. America. Mm -hmm. I cannot handle it uh ween dream gives costumes to kids from all over america who are faced with unique challenges including those with special needs physical and or mental disabilities homeless children kids living in poverty or at shelters children with serious medical issues kids in the foster care system and kids who have experienced a recent trauma or natural mm. disaster since ween dream began in 2014 over 13,500 weensters have received costumes in 38 states. Aww. I'm going to read you a little bit more here, but I just want to say this touches my heart so much because uh, I think most of you know, if you're new to our podcast and, and didn't follow me on my previous podcast, you may not know, but my son was born 10 weeks premature. Uh, he was in the NICU for five weeks. So mm. I had my baby at like, you know, what is that? Seven months. <laughs> and they made yeah. me go home two days later and I did not get to come home with my baby. Mm -hmm. So my tummy was empty. My baby was miles away from, it was traumatic. And yes. there was, there's a group of women that, that make preemie Halloween costumes because my son was oh. born in October mm -hmm. and they go there early in the morning before any of the parents arrive. I mean, parents can come whenever they want, but generally yes. speaking, we would all show up about seven or mm -hmm. something like that. And they go in before that and they dress all the NICU babies in costumes. That's so cute. So when you arrive, it feels like you're having Halloween with your baby. Yes. And I cannot tell you emotionally how much that made me feel normal uh -huh. and happy and gave me a small respite from the fear I was having. Yes. And the anxiety like of being a crazy woman separated from her baby. <laughs> like. Mm -hmm. I can't tell you how amazing it was. So um, I want to read you what they accept, but I also pulled up this other page real quick. Hold on. It's back for 2021. If you have any questions or want to sign up for our newsletter, please email Allie, A-L-L-I, at weendream.org. Please go to their website because they've got pictures on here. And if you want to cry the happiest tears and go, oh, just as hard <laughs> as you can, that's what will happen when you look at these pictures. <laughs> I mean, they're precious. Um, I love it. So here, they began in 2014, like we said, but I want to tell you what they accept. How come I know how to use my phone until 
I have to. Here we go. Send your costumes to our New Orleans headquarters and we will match it to a child in need this Halloween. So please send new or gently used complete costumes, which, by the way, after Halloween, those things go on sale 75, sometimes 90% off. What a great time to like buy a bunch of costumes you don't need uh-huh. and donate them brand new to somebody like Ween Dreams. Yep. I mean, amazing. Anyway, costumes still in the original packaging, new unused wigs, tutus, wings, wands, capes, masks, superhero props, handmade costumes, dance recital costumes. Oh, that's interesting. Did you just too. say handmade costume? Oh, handmade, like yeah. homemade. Yeah. I thought you were saying like handmade, like as in the handmaid's tale. I'm like, that is so inappropriate. No, did I say it weird? <laughs> you said handmade costumes. And I was like, Alfred, what? How do you say handmade? <laughs> You're right. It's just the connotation. It just didn't. Okay. Maybe I did say it weird. I, I Sometimes I emphasize weird things. Like I say Taco Bell. <laughs> How do you say it? Most people say Taco Bell, right? Yes. No, I say Taco Bell. That's because that's what you go there for. You ain't uh, going for bells. Hilarious. <laughs> We've gotten off track. <laughs> um, open unopened makeup sets, uh, costumes for wheelchairs is a big one. Which there are so many creative people out there. Every year, I have a girlfriend that um, her little boy is in a wheelchair, and they come up with the best costume. Mm-hmm. I just love it. Please do so not good. send. Unwashed, dirty costumes, incomplete costumes that are missing vital parts, costumes with holes, stains, rips, tears. I mean, this should be obvious. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Here's some of their most requested choices. And I just want to say, we'll get out of here after this, but Mm. they get requests, heavy requests for superheroes and villains like Black Panther, Wonder Woman, Harley Mm -hmm. Quinn, Batman, all those, Deadpool, Avengers, Iron Man, Professions. They like police mm-hmm. officers, doctors, veterinarians, soldiers, firefighters, Disney princesses and characters, mm-hmm. television characters, Paw Patrol, um, Five Nights at Freddy. That's one my kid's into. Oh, That's like a scary kid thing. Anyway, Doc McStuffins, Descendants, Trolls, Minions, Harry Potter, Star Wars, all these things you know kids are going to like. That's yes. what they're really looking for. So anyway... <sighs> I love it so much. You can email them at info at weandream.org. You would not, you'd be shocked how much this kind of thing means to not yes. just the children, but the parents as well. Of course. And I'm sorry if you already said this, but they, you know, Halloween is upon us. And when this episode airs, it will be the week of Halloween. Yes. So they gather stuff through August of each year, but it says on their site that even if you have missed the cutoff for this year to please send it because they accept things year round. Oh yeah, I'm sure. That's why I'm saying there's something at school that goes on or uh, a camp activity or anything where kids are dealing with costumes or using things. You guys, again, I'm sorry, but I'm such a big proponent of this. Please don't just bag stuff up and drop it off at a Goodwill where half of it ends up in the trash in or they're trash. overloaded. Yeah. There Especially are organizations. If you have nice things that yes. people really need. Yeah. This is so specific. And you might think like, ah, my kid outgrew this. I don't have any friends with kids this age anymore. And you toss it. I understand. Ween dreams. Yes. And it also says if you don't have any used costumes, how else can you help? Lots of ways. Mm-hmm. Uh 
we rely on public donations. We pay for our rental space, insurance, costume supplies, all of that. So you can donate. There's a button for that. You can also like and follow them on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Um, you can volunteer your office or something, uh-huh. your, your place of work as a drop-off location. And then they can send it to their headquarters. Yep. Um, something you can do right now is invite your friends to like their Facebook page so they can spread the world. Spread the world? Spread the word <laughs> about donations. So there's ways There's ways to help without having mm-hmm. costumes and stuff like that as well. So check them out. Again, it's weendream.org, which I think is so cute. It is so cute. Oh, <laughs> Jessica. Dana. I think that's our show. I think it is. We have been talking to one another for 10, 30, 11, 30, 12, 31, 30, four hours. <laughs> if I'm telling you, you guys, if we had been rolling the whole time, we could have had four episodes banged out in one day. I mean, kind of. I feel bad. <laughs> Don't be silly. I mean, it's a lot. Okay. Well, anyway, that's the end of our show. At the end of our show, we usually like to talk about what we're interested in, what we're liking, what we're looking at. Jessica and I have talked about this before, but I don't know. It's getting bigger. There's a lot more uh, shirtless pics. Got to tell you guys, follow Asher House. <laughs> Oof. Ooh, animal rescue. He got his yes. he got his yes. rescue. His sanctuary is getting set all set up in Oregon. And that part, you know, I love. It's He's so got awesome. some llamas. He just took in 10 piggies, I think, that uh-huh. he rescued. Uh he's got uh th- his rescue parrot that he rescued. Uh-huh. Uh he's got God, I think he's got 17 dogs now. Um, but anyway, it's all on donation and stuff. And the man. Is very easy on the eyes. Yes. He's a great person. He He's is dedicating wonderful. all time to this. He loves these animals so much. And like, uh, yeah, I'm sure every woman is madly in love with him and he will never have a place in his heart for a woman. I don't think I know he loves his animals too much. I know. He's so precious and he spreads such a good positive energy. Yes. And he literally started out on an old school bus he renovated. Yep. And Drove around the country with his 10 doggies, raising money for animal rescues and things. And now he's got his own sanctuary. It's lovely. He posts something really fun every day. Mm -hmm. I think he's got like a professional videographer and photographer now that kind of follows him around because that helps him raise money for the organization and stuff. It's just phenomenal. So Jessica and I are really into that. Uh, Jessica, what are you into? I will give an Instagram suggestion. Gastro Obscura. Okay. And that is all kinds of different, rare, weird, neat foods and no. things. Doubt and it. I'm going to doubt guys, that. <laughs> no. It's amazing. There's probably nothing that they have ever put up that Dana would ever even let touch her lips. But I have to tell you something. Well, first of all, you can learn about varietals you've never heard of, like For instance, did you know that there was a fruit that literally looks like a grape, but when you cut it open, looks like a kiwi inside? Do you see? No, I do see that. That is actually really cute and fascinating. Okay. So that's just one of a million things. Please look at Gastro Obscura. Oh, I'm sorry. I've shown you this before. I know. Um, 
These are those insane baby glass gem corns. They're heirloom corn yes. varieties. I have some of those that I've got at the farmer's market up the street up here at, what is it, Tapas or whatever, uh -huh. the Topo's Brothers. Tapia Brothers. Tapia Brothers, yes. Uh -huh. And I save them. Is that weird? Is that bad? But they don't stink or anything. No, it's amazing. And they look like jewelry to me. <laughs> no, they really do. They're so pretty. Please go to Gastro Obscura. I'm sending this to Dana right now to remind her to look at it. But they have now put a vending machine in Chicago what? that has like odd and rare foods in it, including black garlic, which you can buy at Trader Joe's, dehydrated in a shakeable form. It's amazing. That's black garlic. Good. And I'm sorry lion's mane mushrooms oh. are one of the new things they've added to that vending machine if i lived in chicago you best believe i'd be checking out that vending machine okay do you know that i've almost bought you a, a grow box of lion's mane mushrooms six times and i keep going and i'm not sure if she likes them because like they sell them in that box every mushroom and i actually had seen them on instagram for a while and then fascinated by fungi which is one of our favorites yes. he actually talked about the boxes and said that they're pretty good they grow huh. easily and that they're pretty good That's so i crazy. also looked at his website because i wanted to get you a t-shirt um i love supporting people i love it so much but i'm sorry i don't think i've ever paid 27 dollars for a t-shirt is, it... is that bad is am i a cheapie you know what? It's not that you're a cheapie, but if that, it was is, a sweatshirt, that, that is that is no that oh no, girl, you're a sweatshirt talking or a hoodie. A sweatshirt, you're now we're at talking 60 fifty, bucks. but sixty bucks. I know, but not where I come from. I just bought a fantastic caverns red shirt sweatshirt hoodie for nineteen bucks last year, <laughs> and it's thick. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Unless you're buying like the basic tees at Target that are between six and eight dollars, which is where it should be. Thank you very much. All t shirts that have been screened or printed with anything, I'm talking a minimum of twenty four dollars. Anywhere, just seems outrageous anywhere. My level of life so you're pay has not come up not enough. Twenty seven dollars for you to buy what I am imagining is a big old cap and it says tap that ass. You are such a dirty bird. That's what I'm picturing because he smacks all the money. He's a big smacker. He's definitely <laughs> dirty behind closed doors. I can feel it. Um, oh, no, it was, but it is a very cute t-shirt. It's purple and then it's a circle and it's got all these things and it says fascinated by fungi in the middle. Oh, I do is. like it. You may get it one day, but I'm sorry. $27, <laughs> especially it's a pandemic, sir. You can't cut 10% off, but I guess wherever he's getting him made, he's got to make his money. Also, back. he's not having it mass produced. It's very expensive. I know this from us doing it for Improv Utopia to get a company to actually buy the actual shirts and then get someone to screen it. I'm it sure. It's cheap. I'm sure. I've never done especially that. Especially unless you're buying thousands and thousands. That's of the units. thing. The only thing I've ever done for an, another project I worked on, uh, we had merch, but we did mm -hmm. it where they make it when you buy it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It, and when you do it that way, I, we made no money. I think we right. made two dollars total. Yeah. <laughs> it was just about getting our brand and sure, stuff out sure. there. So you're probably right. I shouldn't be such a jerk, <laughs> especially because I do very much enjoy his content. It's oh very God. entertaining and informational. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um. 
I'm trying to think. I know you're really into Squid Game. I haven't done that yet. I'm already but done I, with it. You better get on the train, girl. I know. One of my girlfriends told me about it before it blew up. And she was like, I really think you would love it. I'm obsessed with it. And I was like, yeah. I will. But didn't we talk about this, too? It's a little bit heavy at times. Am I wrong? Oh, no. It's a lot a bit heavy. Yeah, I don't know if I can handle heavy. Yeah. I mean, I just lost my mind over somebody giving me the bird on the freeway. <laughs> So it's a fascinating show. I know you would like it. I know I would. All right. Now we've gone way too long. This is a bonus show, apparently. Although hopefully you're going to cut out some of my rantings, but I've got a couple of things. I like to uh, give you a point to ponder for the week. Mm -hmm. um, one thing I want to surprise you with, and I'll do that last, but this point to ponder is actually interesting. And I do want you to think about it. Sometimes mm -hmm. I give you things to kind of creep you out. Um, but today, I really want you to ponder it, okay? It turns out that faking happiness, which I would be willing to bet most of us do, can hurt your health. For a 2011 study published in the Academy of Management Journal, researchers looked at the behavior of bus drivers, a profession where people are required to have many friendly interactions throughout the day. Wow. Um, I don't know. I've never been on a bus where the driver was nice to me, not since elementary school. <laughs> Anyway, they discovered that these people withdraw from their work while putting on a smile for show and that it could have long-term deleterious health effects. Hmm. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. And then I also already talked about the smell of rain. Uh, also, I saw one. I didn't even read it. I just took a picture of the headline because I'm going to get the information out there, but I didn't want to know. Uh, the size of your social circle is related to the size of your brain. Okay, I already talked about how I don't see people, so <laughs> I'm like a parakeet over here. Oh my! God. I got a little pea-sized brain. <laughs> but here's the one that I think is so cool: Shakespeare. Wait, let me ask you. No, I already ruined it. I ruined it. Why I'm so bad? Surprise! <laughs> Jessica, did you know that Shakespeare invented the name Jessica? No. You don't think that's true? No, I'm saying no. I mean, did he? That's what this said. It's from bestlife.com. And it says, well, it can't it can't be proven that he invented it per se. Okay. So I guess I, I overstated. Mm -hmm. But the first written instance of the name is found in the Bard's. 1596 play, The Merchant of Venice. Yes. Shylock's Daughter and uh -huh. Anglic Anglicization. You know what I mean? Anglicization. Uh -huh. <laughs> That's a lot of syllables. Of the biblical name Iska. Huh. I did and not know it's that. It's named Jessica. Coming from Iska. The biblical name Iska. Interesting. The Merchant of Venice. I feel like you're going to dig it harder into that. You seem Oh, very, I sure am. You seem skeptical. Man, I do know that it's from the play, but I didn't know that he was. I know. Not not an attractive man. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a jerk. Oh I'm God. literally turning into my father. I scold him uh, constantly hilarious. for watching commercials and go, boy, that's a weird looking lady. Stop <laughs> it. And now I'm doing the same thing. Shakespeare. Oof. Not easy on the eyes. May have, may have wrote a good play or two, but not easy on the eyes. <laughs> what a monster. <laughs> Jessica, oh I love you. I love you too. We're going to be back next Tuesday. We'll probably be here for 12 hours. Uh, 
<laughs> we'll see you next week. We will. Thank you guys so much. Bye. Bye. Happy Halloween. Happy spooky dookie. <gasps> Real quick, you guys look on TikTok and find that video of the ghost that takes the dog's collar off. It lifts the dog up and takes its collar off. It's on TikTok. Find it. Bye.